today's daf day is paying for tsar, even though there was no physical damage done. How do we evaluate tsar? And then we discuss repoy and its interplay with sheves, and we discuss how we pay sheves, the unemployment. Re- uh, reciprocation as a cucumber watcher as opposed to any other job. Mishnah told us that sar is when someone gives someone else a burn with a nail or a stick, uh, even on a fingernail, where there was no actual physical damage done. It was just pure pain. Mar says, which Tana tells us that that is sar and you still have to pay for that, even though there's no, there's no mark. So Rava says that it's Ben Azai. He says in a Brisa, Rebbe brings a pasuk of a kvio. The Pesach says in Shemesh Chav Halav Chav, Hey, the Kviyo Tachas Kviyo Petsa Tachas Potsa Chaburu Tachas Chaburu. So Rebbe learns from the order, since it says Kviyo first, but as it says, it says Chaburu first. Now, there's a question in the Gemara. What is Rebbe and Benazah exactly pointing out? Rebbe just points out that it says Kviyo first, a burn first, and then Benazah points out it says Chaburu first. What's the Machlegas? Two options. First option is that Rebbe holds that a burn is a burn without a wound. That's what the, the Pasuk afterwards says, Chabura, to let you know they're only chayef for a burn if it also makes a Chabura. Ben Azay learns the opposite. He holds that Tsar itself is Mechoyev. He says that a burn is mashma, that it does make a wound. That's why the Pasuk adds Chabura to tell you that, no, 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 a wound is something else. There's a wound and there's a burn. And a burn, even without a wound, is Mechoyev for the Tsar. Papa learns exactly the opposite. When Rebbe says that it's that the Pesach says Kviyah first, the burn first, he learns that a burn is mashma, a wound. And then when the Pesach says Chabura, it's telling me that even a, a burn without a wound is Chayiv. And Benazai says that it says Chabura first, he holds that the word Kviyah, a burn, is mashma without a Chabura. And then when the Pesach comes in and says Chabura, it's telling me that only a burn which makes a wound yechayiv. If not, you wouldn't be yechayiv for the tsar. And he's going, Lemaisa, Lahalacha. So at the end of the day, Rebbe is the one that holds that even just tsar is mechayiv. Menazai, exactly the opposite, to where Papa learns, is that a burn is only mechayiv when there's also a wound. So Rebbe says just the pain is mechayiv. A woundless pain. A third version of this machlek, as the Gemara brings, that really everyone holds that a burn is a burn whether it makes a wound or not. That's what the, the word is a burn. The machlek is, is whether you could take a klal and a prat that aren't written right next to each other in the Torah and use them for a drasha. Rebbe says that you can't. Menazai says that you can. And therefore, only when the burn makes a chabura, only then does that chabura make you chayv. Otherwise, it's just a burn. Burn itself is not mechayv. So if Rebbe holds that even just tsar is mechayv, what does he learn from the word chabura? He would tell me that, that, that the Torah is teaching me that you have to pay for both nezek and tsar if it leaves a wound. If there's no wound, then it's just tsar. The extra chabura tells me you have to pay for the nezek as well. Now, the Mishnah told us how to evaluate tsar. Gamora asks, how exactly do we figure this out? The Mishra said to ask people, how much would you pay for this pain? So Avua the Shmuel says, they ask people, 
How much would you pay to have your arm cut off? The Kamara says, hold on a second. If you're asking to cut off the guy's arm, you don't just pay for tsar, you have to pay all chamesh dvorim, necessary b'shevaz boishas, the guy's armless now. Second of all, what are we talking about? Cutting off people's arms? We're not talking about reshoim. Elamai, we ask, how much would you be willing to cut off your arm, which is already deteriorating? It's being held on by sinews. The Gemara says, that's still not just pure tsar. There are other factors in cutting off the rest of his arm. There's still boishas. It's embarrassing now. He's going to be missing the physical part of his body. Plus, his arm is worth something. He can feed it to dogs. Which opens up the Shaila whether you have to bury a limb. What well, we're talking about cutting off a, 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 an arm which is an, in, unusable, you can't use it for malacha. So, rather, the third option the Gemara brings as we evaluate the Tsar based on how much would someone pay to have his arm amputated with a, a medicine, a potion, instead of it being cut off by the government. It's coming off anyways, but what's the financial difference between having it medically taken off? Gemara says, one second. No one's going to pay money to have that pain caused to himself. So the Gemara says, no, no, you're right. How much would someone pay to have this form of amputation instead of it being cut off? Doesn't mean how much money he would take. It means how much he would give. Avuna explains that you're, you would pay how much the difference in these amputations would be worth. In the next step of the Mishnah we had learned... About medical bills, repoy. And the Gemara, we learn that if these scabs or lesions, something comes up after the cause of that original wound, so the wound reopens, so if it's because of that original wound, then the original wounders have to pay for these bills as well. He also has to pay Sheves, according to Tanakama. We're going to have a three-way Mechlekes here. If these wounds now are not because of the original wound, that he's not high for repo, and he's not high to pay for the Sheves. He's bedridden now, he's unemployed, and he's paying doctor bills for a, a different reason, not from the original Hezek. Rev. Yehuda, however, says, if these scabs now are from the original wound, he only has to pay for the medical bills. He's, he doesn't have to pay for this Sheves. The Chachomim, they link together Sheves and Ripoy. That if you're high for Sheves, you're high for Ripoy. If you're not high for Sheves, you're not high for Ripoy. So they would ponder the second wounds. Since you're not going to be paying for that Shavas, you're also going to pay for that repoy. What's the Machlaikas? Three of Machlaikas over here. So Rabba found that there are Bonin in Beirav were sitting and they were understanding the Sugya. They're howl- they handling. And they said that the whole Sugya is whether this guy is allowed to bandage his own wound. Right? So the guy who got hurt, he put on his own bandage and then these scabs came from his own bandaging. They're Bonin held. Tanakama, that a person is allowed to bandage his own wound. Abihuda says, no. Leave it as it is. These wounds are just coming out of his own bandages. The Torah says, still says you have to pay repoy, but the Torah doesn't say you have to pay Sheves on this. Rabbah says, when I heard them learning, I, I hold differently. If you're not supposed to bandage it, then you don't pay for the repoy either. Really, everyone, the, the whole Torah Machlaikas holds... That the guy is allowed to put on his own bandage, on his own wound, but not an extra bandaging. Over here, Abihuda holds. Since he didn't have a shush for this extra bandaging, he's doing his own medication here. So he's left to pay for the repoy because that's, that's Menat Torah. 
But Sheves, the Torah doesn't talk about here that you're not going to be chayev. The Rabbanon, however, they link the two and say, since there's a hekish between Ripoy and Sheves, you'll be chayev for, for Ripoy as well. Rav Yehuda, however, says that the Torah lets you off the hook for the Sheves in this rebandaging medical bill because the Pesach says, Rak. Which tells me, you only have to pay the Ripoy on the second round. The Sheves, the unemployment, you only have to pay for the original wounds. The Rabbonin used this rock to tell us, the Reish Kuf, the Posuk, they tell me that you don't pay Sheves for wounds that haven't been caused by the original wound. And everyone agrees, that's not from you. That's, so that's a Posuk. Now the last sheet of the Rabbonin, who links Sheves and Ripoy? Now, according to them, if you're not Chayev Sheves, you're not Chayev Ripoy. So when the Torah says Ripoy, what's it talking about? If Ripoy always goes with Sheves, what's the Torah teaching me? So this, the, the, the second Rabbanon learned that the word Ripoy in the Torah is telling me, Rabbi Yishmael Salacho, that Rapa Yerapi tells me that doctors have the Rishus to heal. It's a big subject on the Rabban and whether you, are you allowed to go to a doctor or once a doctor has someone coming to him he's allowed to heal him let me so go to the doctor now the Gemara says how do I know that if there were growths after because of the original wound and the original wound opens up that you are have to pay for that Reboy. and you have to pay Sheves this we learn for the Pasuk of Rak you pay Sheves and Reboy. I would think maybe that's only for the original one. That's what the Pesach Arach tells me, even the second round. Rabbi Yosibar Yehuda in this price tells us that the Pesach Arach is telling me that even if the second round is ailing him because of the first manko, you're still going to be palter. Rach says you're only higher for the beginning. Some say that you're entirely palter, even if this second round was caused by the first wound, like the second Rabbanon. To link Ripoy and, she- and, she- and Shabbos. Some say that even if this wound is caused by the original wound, it's just a reopening your putter from Shabbos, but you are still higher from Ripoy, like Rabbi Yosibar Yehuda's father, Rabbi Yehuda, who devised the Shabbos and the Ripoy. So Mechaya for the Ripoy, just the Shabbos is putter in the second round. Okay, so we're unclear exactly why Rabbi Yosibar Yehuda's sheet is, and we move on. The Gemara says, I might think that I'd be chayev for a new medical issue that arises, even though it's not tied to the original wound. That's why the Bosuk says, Rock, no, you only chayev for the wound that you caused and its reoccurrences. Why would I need a Bosuk to tell me that if the guy stops his toe, I'm not chayev for that? If I had, you know, cut off his arm a week earlier? Well, because a shaloi machmas hamako wound is like what the Bryce explains as. Someone who doesn't listen to his doctor. Doctor says, don't eat honey, don't eat sweets. And he does. And these, the honey and the sweets ruin his wound. Make it come back with gargusni. In this case, you're not chayiv. To, the, the, the original damager isn't chayiv to pay for the issues that come about because this guy didn't listen to his doctor. That's what we learned from Rock. This gargusia, by explains, is his dead skin. And the way to cure it is with uh, soap, wax, and something that comes out of a barrel of wine. The Gemara offers different situations where the damager and the damagee can try to work things out together. If the mazik says, you know, let me take care of you, 
Then as it can say, look, I, I look at you like a crazy lion. And the Rosh explains, you have, the doctor has to have a good rapport and achas ruach with his patient. He shouldn't be the one healing the wound that he caused. If the Mazak tries saying, look, I'll get you your medication for free. I know a guy. He could say, you know what? If it's coming for free, then it's worth nothing. I want to get the good stuff. You pay for your medicine. If he says, look, I'll get you a doctor that I know from abroad. The Nizik can say, look, if he's from abroad, he's going to end up blinding my eye. He's not going to do any follow-ups. If the Nizik says, why don't you just give me the money instead of paying for my medical bills? And I'll go pay for my medical bills. I'll heal it myself. The Mazik can say, no, 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 you're not going to do a good job. We have to have a professional. And you're just going to end up walking off with my money and you'll still have a wound. I'm going to have to keep on paying to get, until it gets healed. He says, okay, look, give me a set number and then I'll use that for my medical bills. I'll say, yeah, but even so, at a certain point, you're not going to do a good job and you're still going to be walking around with this wound. It's true, I won't be high, but it'll look really, really bad that I'm caused this wound on you forever. Let's make sure you get healed. Next, the Gemara brings a price that says that when you're paying the Tzari Boshevis and Boshevis, this is all besides for the Nezek that you're paying for the actual damage of, you know, cutting off the guy's arm. How do I know? How do I know that besides for Nezek, you're also paying the Tzar? It says in the name of Rafa from the Pasuk, Petsa Tachas Potsa, that you pay for Tzar while you're also paying for Hezek. I use Petsa Tachas Potsa for something else to include... Someone who does the, the damage, it's as if he did it. It's as if he did it. Yeah, but the Gemara says there's room here for more than one Jerusha. The Pasuk has said, allows me to learn an extra Jerusha of paying Nazagayan, sir. Papa, in the name of Rover, brings another Pasuk of Virapa Yirape. Tells me that you pay Repoy even while you're paying Hezek. I, we, we, we use Virapa Yirape to tell me. That doctors have the rishus to be merape. That was the uh, very small. There's still room here for two drushas because the pasuk could have said veroife yirape. The rapo yirape tells me that you pay repoy even when you're paying for hezek. I we still need this pasuk for the original drusha to let me know that there is a chu of mama and they have to pay for doctor bills. So where do we have room for a third drasha of paying Ripoy together with Nezek? Well, because the Pasuk could have said Rapoy, Rapoy, or Yirape, Yirape. The fact that it switches from Rapoy to Yirape gives me an extra room for a drasha to tell me that you pay for Ripoy and Nezek. But when do we have a case that you're going to be paying for one of the Arbat without paying for Nezek? Well, Tsar would be if he burns him with a stick or a hot nail on his, on his fingernails where it leaves no... Hezek Mark. Repoy would be where he gives this guy some sort of a pain and they put a cream on to take care of the pain and that changes the color of his skin to white. So there's an extra medical bill of making his skin go back to skin color. By Sheves, it would be if a guy just locks somebody in a room and Boishas is where he just spits in his direction. There's no Hezek, but he still have to pay for this Boishas boy. Now, when it comes to Chef as paying for someone's unemployment, you pay for him as if what he would be paid as a cucumber watcher. I, the might saw when this guy gets better, he's not going to go back to watching cucumbers. He could go be a water carrier, make good money. He could be a shliach, also good money, a lot more than a cucumber watcher. Who knows? He'll be going to the diamond business. 
The Gemara says, no, no, no. This is, we're not being unfair to him. The Maizo, he is paying the Nezek for his hand and his leg. We're paying additional stuff for unemployment in this stage. As he is now, he's a cucumber watcher. But he is going to be paying, he is paid in full for the loss that he incurred. Rova now says that if someone cuts off someone's arm, his hand, so we pay for his hand, and you pay for the unemployment of someone as if you would be watching cucumbers. If you break his leg, you pay for his leg. And then what would his job be without a leg? You pay for Chavez, the unemployment of someone who was a, a bouncer watching doors. Right? You don't have to go anywhere. He blinds someone's eye, he has to pay for the eye. And the Chavez is for someone who was running a mill. There, you don't have to see, but you have to. You can still arrange the grinding of wheat. You don't need sight for that part. But if he turns him into a Chavez, there you have to pay full because some Chavez loses his das and. He can't be uh, employed by Chlau, so you have to pay for the entirety of his unemployment. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.